Today on the show, we are serving up the gold. We're talking to my best man, Mark Mills, who just so happens to be a qualified tennis coach and is following his passion by running a business of his very own. Let's jump straight into it. Welcome back to episode number 12 of the Open for Business podcast. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate you listening in, coming back and spending your valuable time listening to this podcast. If you are passionate about small business, if you have an idea of your very own, if you want to do something different and follow your passion, then this is the podcast for you. Stick around. There is plenty coming up. Plenty to motivate you and inspire you to uh, to buck the trend. Do something a little bit different. Do something for yourself and turn your passion into a profit. I'm your host, Anthony Murphy. And as I mentioned, this is episode 12. Three months straight now of the Open for Business podcast. Halfway towards the six-month goal of uh, completing a podcast each and every week. And I'm having a great time doing it. Absolutely loving bringing this podcast to you, the listener, the very valuable listener, all around the world, 14 different countries, as I mentioned in last week's episode, and uh, I'm having an absolutely fantastic time, really enjoying interviewing people who I'd normally never get to talk to, um, just because I've got a podcast, Um, so it is pretty special. If you ever thought about um, starting a podcast of your own, uh, for your business, or for your brand, or even just for the heck of it, just because maybe you're passionate about it, then uh, I really do suggest you give it a go. It's pretty awesome. If you need any help, just let me know. Okay, guys, big show today. Uh, Really excited to bring this episode to you. I had heaps of fun recording this interview. We are talking to uh, my best mate, my best man, uh, Mark Mills. We're actually each other's best man at uh, at our respective weddings. And uh, Mark and I go way back. Uh, He's a lifelong mate of mine. Really fantastic bloke. Um, Couldn't meet a nicer guy. And uh, really lucky to uh, to be friends, uh, really good mates with Mark. And uh, it was awesome to have him on the show. We recorded this interview right here at, at Open for Business HQ, uh, face-to-face. He jumped behind the mic with me. He came over. He lives in uh, in the same town that I do, in Shepparton in Australia. And uh, yeah, it was awesome to have him over. It was the first interview that I had done uh, face-to-face with someone. So that was pretty cool. We had a bit of fun. And uh, we got behind the scenes of his small business. Uh, he's a full-time and fully qualified tennis coach. And uh, he's built an awesome business by, uh, by doing something that he loves, something that he's passionate about. He's combined his, his love and his passion for tennis. Uh, he's an absolute tennis mastermind. Um, so make sure you head over and follow him on Twitter. And uh, if you've got any tennis-related questions, ask him. He'll have the answer every single time. And um, he's combined that passion for tennis with passion for for teaching and for kids. And uh, he's mixed it all together and created a business of his own. And uh, it's something that we can all do and we can all learn from as well. So uh, that's enough from me. I want to jump straight into the interview with Mark. It was heaps of fun. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, we'll uh, talk about some top learnings 
on the other side of this. All right, so today, uh, pretty awesome uh, interview. I'm pretty excited. We're standing here. We're in Open for Business HQ. I'm in front of the mic, but we're doing something a little bit different today. I've got uh, my best mate and my best man. He's in here. He's ready to have a chat with us. First time I've done an interview face-to-face with someone, so looking forward to this. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, Mark Mills, welcome to Open for Business. Thanks, Anthony, and thanks for having me. Yeah, it should be good fun. Should be. We're just uh, at home on a... What's the night? Monday night. Monday, yeah. Monday night's the Monday before Christmas, guys. So this will come out on the Tuesday. You might be already after Christmas by the time you listen to this. So if it is, Merry Christmas. Hope you have an awesome New Year as well. It's, it's probably probably the best Monday of the year. Probably. It is probably the best Monday <laughs> of the year. Yeah, we're all, all wrapping up work. Next weekend's Christmas. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. All right, so... First of all, I'm going to give uh, the listeners a quick little uh, bit of background on uh, you and I. Um, we've known each other since we were really small, knee-high to a grasshopper, I don't know, what, six, seven, nine, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, too, too long to go to remember, I think. That's right, ages ago. Um, we knew each other, we were both homeschooled, uh, Had grew up in big homeschooling families, uh, which was really awesome, so we spent lots of time at homeschooling days and uh, on the weekends and played a little bit of sport together as well. As we got older, which was good fun, which uh, just happened to be tennis most of the time. It was, yeah. No, I've dragged you out for a couple of seasons. Lots of tennis. Had a bit of coaching. We both had the same, uh, well, one of the same tennis coaches growing up, which was pretty awesome. Got to spend a bit of time on the court there, and uh, it's definitely something that uh, Mark's got a, a bit of a passion about, and we'll jump into that shortly. But first question that I always like to ask all my guests is, what did you always want to be when you grew up? Well, it was yeah. I always had a you know interest in working with kids, and um, there was a few options I had. I had you know it was either teaching or I did love sports, so I wanted to have you know something to do with that. So obviously yep. led into the, the coaching side of things, which I am doing now, which is which is great. So um, always want to do something, work with kids in that sort of a teaching role, and uh, you had a passion for tennis, loved sport, and uh, ended up combining the uh, combining the two. So that's pretty good. It is very good. Now I love it. So. Awesome. So, we'll get straight into it. Tell us a little bit about your tennis coaching business. What's it called? Uh, it's Your Advantage Tennis. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I run out of three three towns, uh, or three tennis clubs, one in, in Marupna, uh, one in Yamurka, and one in Nathalia. So, they're all on the, on the lawn courts, which is which is good fun. Awesome. Uh, nothing better than playing, uh, playing tennis on a grass court. There's uh, nothing like it. Um, and yeah, all those towns located in Victoria, in Australia, for our overseas listeners. Awesome time of the year to be a tennis coach as well. At summertime, the grass is green, and uh, the tennis will be on the telly soon as well, which is awesome. We're looking forward to that as well. So yeah, now nah, love love working outside, and and yeah, being a good uh, you know mentor and role model for all these young kids coming through, which is you know part of my job as well. Not just uh, not just about teaching tennis it's about life lessons as well that's it definitely it's all about the discipline and working as a team and lots of other lessons in there as well so it's not just about teaching uh, how to hit a great forehand or a great backhand Um, it's also about uh, yeah that discipline and working as a team as well exactly awesome all all part of being a good coach definitely definitely is so let's go back a little bit Um, you're a tennis coach now running your own business yep Um, what did you do so let's go back to about the time uh, when you were at uni finished school finished home school got into uni what did you do at uni I did a a double degree a bachelor in um, 
primary education and uh, outdoor ed- and outdoor recreation. So awesome. Yeah, so, so a little bit of the sports field there, and and also the teaching involved. I, was, I wanted, you know, t- coaching was probably the goal before I went to uni, but wanted to have something as a backup plan just in case, you know. Yeah. Stepping into a bit of an unknown as a young a young fella and uh, wanted to have a bit of a backup just in case. Sounds like, though, that um, sort of you had it sorted out from an early age. Like, I know a lot of people, myself included, not really sure, heading through our teenage years, not really sure what we wanted to do when we grew up. But you had a bit of an idea and uh, you were able to get into a uni course, which, uh, yeah, tied all those things together beautifully. So it all worked out really well. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, as, as you mentioned earlier, had a bit of tennis coaching growing up and sort of, you know, I did a bit of work experience with our coach and sort of, yeah, loved it from that. And that was, yeah, from an early age, I don't know, well, I don't know, 15, 16, somewhere in there. Yep. That's when I decided probably what I wanted to give a crack at. And, um, yeah, and then obviously, yeah, went to uni to, um, obviously on the sports side of things, which helped me a little bit um, how to, yeah, how to manage things and how to deal with kids and all those sort of things as well, which is always handy to have. Awesome. Did you get to do any uh, actual like tennis coaching or anything during the course? Anything specific or was it just sort of outdoor ed? Uh, so we did some coaching units, not not tennis. We didn't do tennis, but we did other sports, um, ultimate frisbee and all sorts of things. So it was just random sports that they threw in. There was nothing, you know, it could have been anything they chose, but it was the coaching aspects were the, um, the main thing we looked at. So yeah, good. awesome. How does ultimate frisbee work? Ultimate Frisbee. Well, it's a bit like, what do you say? Uh, yeah, a bit like netball crossed with American football, you know, a bit like With that. a Frisbee, though. Yeah, Frisbee. That's it. Had, awesome. got, an, got an end zone and catch it in there. And Sweet. So it was something that probably not many people had played and not many people had the advantage of knowing how to do. So yeah. something a bit different. We had to research it and all those sort of things, how to play it, and then, and then obviously bring it in with the how to coach it as well so they actually have comps on that now don't they, they do yeah, yeah there's yeah. ultimate frisbee comps yeah, which they, is pretty awesome a bit on youtube they're pretty crazy some of the stuff there you go if you want to see more <laughs> jump on youtube and uh search for ultimate frisbee check it out okay so um you've got your own business tennis coaching it's a it's a full-time job yes it is yeah it's my full-time job yep excellent awesome What's involved in, in the day uh, in the life of a tennis coach for, for anybody who mightn't be uh, that inclined to or doesn't really uh, enjoy sports too much or doesn't know what goes on behind the scenes for a sports coach? What sort of things do you have to do on a day-to-day basis? Um, so probably easier to break it down into a week block. Awesome. Um, how it runs. So um, you look like on, well, it doesn't always work like this, but he's, you might do it a day earlier or whatever, but usually on a Monday morning, sit down, do a bit of planning um for what i've got to do in you know to, to my theme for the term or you know yep. working on off that yep but you know what certain groups need and what i think that they should be working on etc yep um usually get a bit of a week plan sort of that goes across a most of the yeah pretty majority of the group classes um yeah so that that's a monday bit more and then you've got all the private lessons you need to have a look at more specific what this you know this kid needs to work on that sort of thing or just yeah a bit more specific obviously that's why they're coming for a private lesson um, yep and yeah so that's planning's a big big part of it earlier in the week i think um getting all that set out um and then you've got um obviously your on-court time which starts you know majority of my work is probably from is after school i'd say probably so three o'clock until whenever i finish yep. that in during summer it can be late at night can't it nine nine yeah tea about 10 o'clock at night so um, yeah, so that which is which is which is good. I, like, I enjoy it when the sun gets a bit lower and a bit cooler. So that's it. <laughs> in the that's summer. it. 
in winter, though. Especially here in the summer when it's 40 degrees or 40 plus degrees in Australia. But yeah. most of the time, you're not on the call when it's that hot, hey? No, we do have a heat policy, which, you know, is necessary for the kids. That's right. Can be a bit annoying trying to get it all sorted when it comes to the hotter end of the year, but we, we manage to get through most of the that, time. That's where your planning comes into it, doesn't it? It definitely does. So we, exactly. we can't, uh, we've got to have a few free days here or there to fit a few makeup lessons in every now and again. That's it. So um, you've just gone through about uh, the first part of your days normally, uh, planning and scheduling and that sort of thing. So um, yeah, even, even being a sports coach, you are running your own business and it doesn't matter what business you're in, you still need to do planning. Um, no matter what it is, whether you're in manufacturing or whether you're in the media or whether be sports coaching there's still planning that goes into everything so um i think that's an important lesson for everybody to to remember as well whatever whatever business you're in or whatever idea you have it's important to make sure that you do plenty of planning around it because at the end of the day uh yeah a good plan uh, you can follow it and uh, a good plan will get you towards your goals that's right awesome okay so uh what comes next so the on-court thing and then i suppose the things you deal with there are your management of the kids um in my business, I, I like to, even the group lessons. I like to keep um, fairly small, so I like uh, quality over quantity. So that's one of my nice. business pitches as well. So, so what are we talking? Um, so I my group lessons are one uh, four four kids maximum. So yep. um, in a in a group class. So yeah, so there's not too many. You know, when they get seven eight. Plenty of standing around lines and things like that, which uh, which is not part of my philosophy at all. Do you reckon that's something that uh, any anybody listening in who might be a sports coach? Do you reckon that's something they could take on board to try and you know try and um, not have the lines and have too many kids involved? Yeah, look, um, everyone has their own philosophies and things, but I think it's important if you do choose to go bigger classes, you have to be well aware about how to keep them active and how to keep them engaged. Yeah, that's in, right. In, for the for the duration of the lesson, yeah. and not have the mind wandering off and getting bored, and then telling mum they don't enjoy it so much, and then you lose your clients and exactly. Hey, it snowballs <laughs> again. It's a business. It is a business. At the end of the day, um, yeah, you're making money. Yeah, you're making a, a living for yourself, and uh, you do want to provide a, a quality service. At the end of the day, so that's what it's all about. That's it. Quality and yeah, and. If they enjoy it, the more that more balls they're hitting, or the more active they are, the more they seem to enjoy it. So exactly, that's right. Awesome. Anything else? Uh, no, that's yeah, that's about that for that part of it. And then what happens? Um, obviously, yeah. Then that then the fun bit of the uh, the book work and the and the tax side of things. Usually, usually that. Oh, you've uh, got to do tax as a tennis coach. What? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, when you have your own business, you probably better do that. Otherwise, you'll have people knocking on your door. Saying, that's right. How do you pay for this? And <laughs> Yeah, longevity people, make sure you do tax. Don't try and skimp out of it. That's it. It's so, an important lesson. Usually that's a, a Friday. Um, if I can't get it done before my on-court time, uh, usually maybe Friday night job, get it done. Um, yeah, then it's all done for the week and the weekend's usually a bit freer, hopefully. <laughs> do you play a bit of tennis on the weekend? I do play a bit of tennis on the weekend. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get back on the tennis court. Yeah. It's been too long. It has, mate. It has, indeed. Mark, Mark and I have uh, played a bit of tennis together over the years, and uh, yeah, I need to get back out, dust the racket off, but uh, that's a topic for another day. Um, okay, so uh, in the life of a tennis coach, do you coach every week of the year? Like, what, how does that sort of work? Um, look, uh, I think you can. There's definitely a lot of coaches who do it. Um, 
with me uh, at my, this stage of my life, I've got a young family and uh, things like that. So it's being your own boss is, is good in that way. So yep. there's so much more that I, I, I could do if I, if I wanted to. Like I could be into schools more and, and really branching out and um, yep. getting a bigger client base, working more hours. If I, yeah, that that's a, that's a plan for down the road when the family gets a little bit bigger, get a few of them nice. to school. So I've got three young kids for those out there listening. <laughs> that's it. So, uh, three yeah, young kids. Pretty yes. busy and they're all, yeah, not up to school age yet. So, um, yeah, uh, required at home a little bit. So, yeah. Um, that's right. That's definitely. planning. Planning for the future. That is. So didn't awesome. want it. So, no, back to the, uh, don't work every week of the year. So, again, being your own boss, you get to plan around that. Um. I, yeah, school holidays, I usually have pretty free, a bit of, a few, couple of holiday clinics in the mornings now and then uh, when it suits. Um, but during, there you go. So so what's a holiday clinic for, for anybody that's listening in? Yeah, so it's a, a little bit more, it, not so much lesson based, you know, obviously you still try help out the kids where I can, but you're obviously got that, that bigger, um, bigger groups, more likely, you know, probably. We, we did had I had one this morning had an hour and a half fifteen kids sort of things yep so we just play it you know sort of them, high pace bit more intensity yeah get them playing some match play as well so yep and on some things that we don't get to work on during lessons so we don't have time to usually you know play a set of tennis or anything during lessons the half yep. hour usually during the term yep. so a bit more of that um you know exactly where you know see what what they're doing when they're playing the matches rather than yep. really yeah focusing down on their technical side of things and on those things so it's good good to be able to work on the tactics and even where to stand and all those sort of things so nice a little bit more of an insight into a different side of it again so uh, a holiday clinic's almost like a it's almost like a bit of a value add for, for your business isn't it really that's it. It yeah. is. It is. you're not just offering tennis coaches oh that's the term it's finished see you later see you next term you're giving that little bit extra um keeping everybody engaged having a bit of fun and uh, yeah, value adding to the business. That's it. That's awesome. what it's all about. All right. So, what about uh, do you get any holidays? You must have some holidays throughout the year. Yes. Uh, look, yeah. So, school holidays, I usually take, well, there's usually, what is there, three lots of school holidays during the year. I usually take at least one of those weeks off. So, yep. Um, that's a holiday. And then, a couple, oh, yeah, finish tomorrow. So, over Christmas and, and New Year, I usually take off as well. Um, and then, have a little bit of a break from the from the coaching side of things to change it up. Still involved in tennis, but I head down to the Australian Tennis Open. So oh, he's he slipped straight into my next question already. Yeah, awesome, that's the way. <laughs> so uh, in the in the off season, uh, when you do have a bit of a break uh, for uh, us in Australia here, uh, the big break uh, through schools obviously over the Christmas period. So that's coming up, and uh, school heads back. Sort of uh, is it the f- last week in January, start of Feb? Yeah, usually they go. I think half a week they go back. Usually, the- yeah. So there's a fair chunk in January where um, it's it's out of school term, and uh, yeah, you were just saying that you head down to uh, the Australian Open, the uh, Grand Slam tournament here in Australia. Yeah, so a bit of change of you know get out off on court coaching sort of thing, get away from that, and obviously you know. My usual business, the kids are all over the place, holidays, etc., like that. So yeah, yep. we'll go down to the open and uh, I look after the uh, the ball kids. So the, all those little little kids that you see running around on TV, rolling the balls around the place. So a ball, ball kid coordinator is that your title? That's my coordinator. Yeah, that's awesome. my t- title. Sorry. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, and I, I do get a little bit jealous because uh, I uh, I get to pick out, I get to sit here on the couch and I get to uh, watch the uh, the night matches or, or which, whichever matches they might be. Uh, normally the centre court ones that are broadcast on TV and uh, I get to uh, spot Millsy because he'll be sitting courtside 
watching uh, all the pro tennis players, Federer, Nadal, whoever it might be, and uh, he's uh, sitting there coordinating the ball kids at the same time. So it'd be a pretty awesome job. Yeah, it does. Sometimes you've got to wonder how you get paid for it, but uh, no. <laughs> no <laughs> there, there are times where you do you do your hard work. Courtside <laughs> seats to uh, some of the top pl- tennis players in the world, and uh, yeah, you're getting paid for it at the same time. That's pretty good. No, that is good, uh, and uh, I enjoy it. So that's awesome. the main thing again. So um, do you... Um, what else do you get to do? Do you get to a bit of time off down in Melbourne um, while you're doing the coordinating? Um, so get a couple, probably maybe two or three days off during the three weeks qualifying in the main draw. So it's usually one day a week. But um, So the shift works not too bad. You've either got your day shift, which is your no, no, 9.30 to 5.30 sort of thing, or yep. maybe uh, you've got the nighttime shift, which is 4, four o'clock till... Who knows when tennis Whatever finish. time of the night they finish. <laughs> That's right. Um, oh. So, yeah, you got a bit of time off, which, you know, I've got a, bit, a few family down there to go visit or you can watch some more tennis. Nice. Do a bit of research. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. So, um, are there other jobs? Like, how can anybody get a job at the Australian Open? What what other jobs are available and can people apply if they're interested? Yeah, um, you definitely can apply. There's, there's a lot of jobs at the Australian Open. So, it's all casual jobs, obviously. Oh, well, not all of them. Some of them go year-round. Like, my job is supposedly a year-round. We have a few trainings on the weekends and things yep. during the winter and all that for, you know, getting all the ball kids ready. Yes. <laughs> so they don't get abused or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then you got your drivers to drive the players around yep. or your linesmen. Yep. Um, all the catering caterers, people. Exactly. Yep. Uh, the, Ushers. Yeah, you got... Waiters, you got yeah. The list's endless, really. There's a lot. There's, I think there they employ like some ridiculous number. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's, thousands. Of it's people. a lot, yeah. Well, tens of thousands, I think. Doing tennis and non-tennis related stuff. There's the retail. There's the whole. Lot. There's a lot, yeah. There's a really a lot going on at the Grand Slams. If you've ever been to one, uh, if you haven't, uh, we both recommend that you do because it's a pretty awesome experience. Or even the guys bringing the bananas out, stocking the fridges for the players. Right? Exactly. <laughs> you get to walk out on court uh, at a Grand Slam, so that's pretty awesome. All right, so let's uh, bring it back a little bit to uh, to your advantage tennis, uh, yep. your own business. Um, do you do anything much as far as marketing goes? So um, you're you're based in a, a rural town, regional town, um, servicing a couple of different towns, um, and you are providing you're a service based business providing the tennis coaching. Do you do much marketing? Is there anything on social media or newsletters or anything like that? Yeah, so I have um a new, uh, I have a newsletter that goes out to all my existing clients every um every term so yep um yeah one at the beginning of the term and one at the end of the term um just to keep everyone updated and all that um what things are going on or anything that they should be aware of um so yeah so keep them informed that way social media on facebook um i have your advantage tennis so yep just keep everyone updated on you know any updates that might be you know cancelled because of hot weather or wet weather or anything like that or Maybe an upcoming clinic or tournament or things like that. I suppose it'd be pretty handy too, because like I mean, pretty much everybody's got Facebook, so it's a it's a good way, especially if you're um, in a service based business like you are, um, to just keep people updated. It's quick, it's simple. People obviously will get the notification on their phone or whatever it might be. So it's a pretty good way of staying in touch with um, with your clients. Yes, definitely is, no, and uh, yeah, so it keeps all those people updated that want to be notified, which is which is good. And yep. Um, in regards to other, you know, advertising things, like there's a lot more that I could be doing. Like I said earlier, that um, 
that I probably aren't at the minute, which yep. is you know something that which is which is sort of where I want to be. I'll, I've got the numbers that I want at the minute, sort of yeah. thing. So without with my just you know just uh, just being giving the most quality experience for kids, and parents, and, and the I've coached a few adults as well. So awesome. just just being yeah, giving them the best experience that they can and. And you know, providing value. That's it, and yeah. they just and they keep coming back, which is you know, hey, well that's just, it. They, they keep, keep coming, coming back, back, and they spread the word. And after his friends come, they slowly they keep coming in. Yep. And yeah, word of I, mouth. I do get enough that way. So, but there is so much more you could do. Like I, when I first started, obviously went into schools, run run some free clinics there. You know, you get obviously you get to see stacks and stacks of kids that way. Yep. Um, you know, hand out flyers at that. You know, give them a free freebie. They love those things, and yep. Um, yeah. There's so and there's yeah. There's so many things you could do that. Another good point there too, like you brought up that um, you're not just heading down to the local tennis club and expecting people to come to you. You're you're getting out there. Um, you you obviously tennis coaching. Uh, there's a lot of like the majority would be for kids for younger age, but there are adults and everything as well. But okay, so uh, where might your target audience be? Hey, it's at schools. Yes. So yeah, head down to the schools. Um, and yeah, you put on um some little free short programs or some giveaways and that sort of thing. So. Um, even at that point, um, with your business, you're, you're providing value. You're not walking down and saying, "Hey, here's a sign-up form. Come and get a tennis lesson and pay me whatever." It's you know, it's getting them involved. You know, having a bit of fun with them um, and giving away that freebie or whatever it might be to uh, to get them interested in tennis and come along. So good business, uh, good business lesson there as well. Definitely, and yeah, and there's yeah, and Tennis Australia got some good things going on in that way. So um, you know, tennis in schools where I think you know you get kids are free you know hot shots t-shirt which is you know their brand and all things like that and yep no and kids you know a free t-shirt they sort of bit of a colorful t-shirt they love that and awesome who doesn't love a free t-shirt that's right wear it around <laughs> and you know might pick up a racket and start pretending they're someone famous that's it federer probably or somebody <laughs> no, i'm probably guilty of pretending to be federer sometimes too it's true <laughs> All right, so as we sort of wind up here, do you have any advice for um, young people who might want to follow their passion in, in something that they're doing business-wise if, if they don't want to just go out and get a nine-to-five job doing something that uh, they're not too keen on? Um, do you have any advice for people um, like you? You, uh, you went to uni, did something you're passionate about, and you've turned it into a business for yourself. So got any advice? Yeah, I think um, find out what you, what you love doing. Um, well, yeah. So there could be anything. You know, there's, everyone's got their own interests. So That's what, it. what you find, what you love doing, and then, um, you know, find out what what in that field. You know, what can what sort of jobs are there? You know, they mightn't be the your mainstream jobs. There might be a few abstracts. So tennis coaches are probably a little bit more abstract, but it's not not uncommon. There's, no, there's plenty right. of them around. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I think just just follow your passions, and if you can enjoy what you do as as a job. Um, it makes it much easier. I think a lot of the time, like um, we we can uh, we can get too caught up with thinking that um, you know you leave school, um, you go to uni, you may not go to uni, you might uh, get a trade or get some work experience or whatever, and then go into a job, whether it might be you know an admin type job or a tradie or a builder or something like that. Um, which you know some people that is that passion that's what they're passionate about that's what they love doing and that's awesome but if that doesn't get you as excited there's um you've just got to have a bit of a look around because there really is there's an unlimited amount of opportunities out there there's a million and one different types of jobs that uh, people can do 
and uh, create for themselves. So it's about uh, finding something that you, you love doing and um, yeah, building something from that. Yep, and finding a target audience and... That's it. Away you go. Off you go. Provide some value and uh, you'll have a business in no time. That's right. And do it. Yeah, just do it well. Just exactly. Do it well. Whatever you do, do it well. That's Provide right. value. You can't, uh, can't be blamed for doing that. Definitely not. Awesome. All right. About time to wrap it up. Last question. It's been awesome having you in here. This no has been worries. good fun. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> face to face. Hey, um, have you got a have you got a greatest achievement or a, a most memorable moment, either in your business or your sporting life? Something that uh, really stands out and something that's been possible because you did follow uh, follow your passion or do something that you wanted to do. Um, it's a tough one. I yeah, like I think there's a more lot... than one memorable moment. Yeah, there is. I think I the most yeah the most memorable or the most enjoyment I get out of my job is probably um, seeing you know my kids that I coach succeed or just reach levels that they, they probably didn't think they could themselves. Yeah. Um, whether it's success in a tournament yep. uh, might be winning, but it might not be that because you've got to understand that kids are, you know, they've got their different levels and their different abilities all the way through. And That's right. it might be just winning a certain match against a player they just didn't think they could beat or, yep. you know, and they come up to you and they tell you on, you know, that one lesson before you start and you go, oh, yeah, that's just good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. It just, it, it brings you a good feeling and, you know, they're excited. I'm excited. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's moments like that. Yeah. You keep working for and uh, that's good. Awesome. Awesome stuff, dude. Really appreciate you coming in. Thank you uh, for sharing the gold. Thanks for sharing your story. Um, and, uh, yeah, it really is as easy as that, people. Um, do something you're passionate about. Um, Mark loved tennis. Um, he wanted to uh, to work with kids, uh, and he uh, kept opening the doors until he found uh, uh, the opportunity to run his own business, and uh, the rest is history, mate. Living the dream. Awesome. <laughs> Good as, mate. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Good on you. Now, that was a lot of fun. No matter what you might do a podcast for, if you're listening now, if you think it sounds interesting, get on board. Start your own podcast. It's awesome fun. You get to interview your friends. You get to interview experts and talk to people that you might never normally get to talk to. So seriously, think about starting a podcast. Even if it's just for a bit of fun, it's definitely worth it. If you've got any questions around podcasting, just send me an email. I'm happy to help you out, happy to answer any questions you might have. Just email me, anthony at openforbusiness.net.au or you can just leave a comment in the show notes for episode 12 over at openforbusiness.net.au. Well, hope you enjoyed that interview with Milzy. Uh, had awesome fun bringing it to you, like I mentioned Two top learnings this week from that chat uh, with my best mate. And uh, number one is planning. Number one top learning is all about planning. Doesn't matter what business you're in. Mark's a tennis coach. He still has to do planning. He still runs a business. He has to plan out his lessons. He has to plan the term and the year. And he has to... um, plan his times and his scheduling and extra things like holiday clinics. It's all about planning, guys. No matter what stage you're at in your business, make sure that you have some idea, have a plan. Grab a pen, grab a paper, grab your MacBook, open up Word, whatever it might be. 
write down a bit of a plan. Doesn't have to be a huge and really expensive, but just get some ideas down on paper so that you can go back, you can revisit them, and you can turn them into goals. So plan, execute that plan, and you'll achieve your goals. Learning number two, spend some time thinking about the different ways that you can combine doing what you love with earning an income. There's endless possibilities out there waiting for you and me. So Milsey loved tennis. He loved sport. He went and did a an outdoor ed and teaching degree at uni. And he combined the skills that he had in those two. He went and did his tennis coaching um, certification, the tennis coaching course. He combined it all together. He mashed it all together. He became a tennis coach. He's also a qualified teacher, but he's decided that, now I don't want to go and teach in a school. I want to teach tennis. I want to coach. I want to get out there on the court, be hands-on. That's what he's passionate about, and uh, he is living his dream. So uh, awesome work. Good on you, Millsy, and you listening right now can do exactly the same thing. No matter what it might be, could be anything in business, any sport, anything that you're interested in, spend some time, think about the different ways that you might be able to turn something you're passionate about into a profit or a business of your very own. Hi, my name's James Chu, and you're listening to the Open for Business podcast with Anthony Murphy. So as we start to wind down episode 12, um, it's Christmas time. It is. It's only four days at the time of recording until Christmas Day. If you're listening to this before Christmas, Merry Christmas, have a safe Christmas. If you're listening to it afterwards, Hope you had a great Christmas, ate lots of food, stayed safe, caught up with all your family, had a great holiday, and uh, looking forward to the new year. If it's 2016 already, that's pretty awesome to think about. You're listening to this for the first time in 2016. Happy New Year. Hope it's a great one. Hope you get plenty of business gold from the podcasts in 2016. Hope you can implement lots. Hope you can execute on your goals and really turn that passion of yours into a profit. Uh, That's my wish for you in 2016 and I hope that I can bring you loads of value in this new year. But before we wrap up for this week, it's time for Tweet of the Week. Today's tweet is from Tim Fargo, who on Twitter is at Alphabet Success. I may not be there yet, but I'm closer than I was yesterday. Unknown. Hashtag quote. Hashtag leadership. There we go. A little bit of motivation to leave you, to end us for episode 12 That's it from me. Hope you got some value out of this episode, team. If you loved it, would really appreciate your feedback in the form of some comments in the show notes for episode 12 or a rating and review in iTunes. Really helps bump this show up the rankings and uh, I get to know what you like and what you don't like about the show. Let me know. As much feedback as you can give me would be greatly appreciated. If you've got an idea for a upcoming guest on the show as well, let me know. Would love to uh, would love to hear from you. Have a great Christmas. Have a great New Year. 
stay motivated, stay focused towards your business and your career goals. And we will talk to you very soon on another episode of the Open for Business podcast. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will talk again soon. Bye for now.